praise because he's worthy. Yes, Lord. All right. Isn't it good to be saved? I want you to remain standing for just a moment. Take your Bibles. Take your Bibles and turn with me to the New Testament. Turn to 2 Timothy chapter number 1. 2 Timothy chapter number 1. It's good to have everybody here. Thank God we have a dry place to worship. Amen? Thank God. I, I, I got to be honest with you. I, I, let me give you all some really good advice. How many of y'all like good advice? Never take cold medicine and watch a, 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 a police movie right before you go to bed. Say amen. Anybody, does anybody have dreams that are like real? When you have your dream, I don't know whether my imagination is just so vivid and so powerful. I mean, I got an imagination, but it used to get me in trouble when I was a kid, but it sometimes gets me in trouble now. But anyhow, I got a vivid imagination, and man, I had a dream last night that I was being framed. I do like fire, and I like playing with fire and all that, but I did not burn the house down. Say amen. I've been running from cops all night long, and 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 and. My wife, she woke me up this morning and said, Honey, hurry up, hurry up, get up, get up, get up. I thought they had found me. Hey, Amen. They found me. <laughs> woke up an hour late. I'm talking about, I'm, we, we got, I got 45 minutes before church time, and I, I still got boogers in my eyes. Hey, Amen. Oh, it's been a rough morning, but thank God we're in the house of God. Hey, Amen. And if you see any cops, you never saw me. Hey, Amen. Boy, it's good to be here. I, I was in Columbus. So I, anybody from up north with us today? Anybody from up north? Anybody from up north? I'm willing to admit it. Uh, and I, I said, I, this morning in the early service, I said, yeah, I tell you, I was in Columbus, Ohio. And and uh, and uh, I said, boy, them people up there are different. And they started snickering. I said, anybody from up north? And one lady raised her hand right over here. And I said, ma'am, where are you from? She said, Columbus, Ohio. <laughs> I can't win, man. I really can't. But it's, it's good to be here. Everybody just wanted to hear me talk. That's all. They didn't care about the preaching. They just wanted to sit down and listen to me talk. I went into a restaurant, and, uh, and I was the first one in. Everybody was kind of lagging back, and I walked in, and, 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 and the lady said, Sir, how many is with your party? I said, I don't know. I reckon about ten. She said, Whoa, where are you from? Amen. But it's good to be home. There is. I like going places and I like, I like seeing people because you meet a lot of interesting people, but I, I, can, can y'all agree with me that there's just no place like home? No place like home. Let's look in 2 Timothy chapter number 1 in verse number 5. Verse number 5. It says, when I call to remembrance the unfeigned faith, that word unfeigned means uh, without hypocrisy, a genuine, a true, a sincere faith, without hypocrisy, I, I, I call to remembrance the unfeigned faith that is in thee, which dwelt first in thy grandmother Lois, and thy mother Eunice, and I am persuaded that is in thee also. I saw it in your grandmama, and I saw it in your mama, and I'm persuaded that it's in you too. Paul is speaking to Timothy, his protege, if you will. He is mentoring him and encouraging him. He is a young pastor that he left at the church of Ephesus. And, and these are letters of encouragement. And, and today we all know it's, it's Mother's Day. And thank God for Mama. Say amen. And we want to honor that today. We want to talk about that today. And so if you'll pray with me and help me, I have been under the weather. I've fought a cold for two weeks, and it's about to get the best of me. But I believe I have an encouraging word for you today. So how many of y'all pray with me today? Amen? Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for your blessings and your mercy. 
Thank you for being good to us. Thank you for our mamas. Lord, thank you for, uh, 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 Lord, all the blessings of life. Please anoint your word today. I pray that your will be done. And, Lord, we'll thank you for it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. If you are a first-time attender here with us this morning and you filled out one of those prayer cards, we want to go ahead and take that up. If you don't mind, can you hold it up real high and we're going to run like the wind and get that get that out of the way. Did, did we have any first-timers? I've got some in the back there and on this side. All right. Church, let's give them a hand for being with us today. Amen? <clears throat> you know, I... I, I don't know what your political affiliation is, and it really doesn't matter when I'm not here to jump on a soapbox and, and deal with politics today. But I, I, I've got to really, really vent just a little bit. Uh, uh, how many of y'all, when, when you, heard, uh, you heard the statement that was made, uh, I, I don't even remember the, the lady's name. I should have looked it up before I come up here. But the lady's name who said that Mitt Romney, uh, because she was a stay-at-home mom with like 37 children, you know, I mean, I, I don't know, it was, I think, six children, that she never worked a day in her life. Now, how many of y'all mamas today kind of resent that remark? Listen, uh, mothers are incredible. Mothers are the greatest gift of God there's ever been given. Say amen. There's a few things I want to I talk about today about mothers. Even before we go into the verse, there's just, you know, there's some things that stand out with a mama. The labor of a mother. The labor of a mother. The hard work of a mother. By the time a child reaches the age of 18, a mother has had to handle some extra 18,000 hours of child-generated work. In fact, women who never have children enjoy the equivalent of an extra three months a year in leisure time. Wow. A young father, a young father was trying to uh, teach the, the relationship and, and explain it to his little girl. And, 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 and so he took out the wedding album and began to go through the wedding album and explain all the pictures and everything that went on and, and all the details and all of that. And, 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 and the little girl looked down at the picture and said, Daddy, is this the day that Mommy came to work for us? <laughs> now, how many of y'all know what I'm talking about right there? A second grade teacher, a second grade teacher was, was uh, teaching on uh, uh, magnets and how magnets work. And, and so she, she did it one day and the next day she did a pop quiz on there and, and, uh, and said, we're gonna, we're gonna, I need you to name what I am. I need you to name what I am. My full name has six letters and the first one starts with M. And I pick up things. And 50% of the class wrote mother. Some of y'all get that later on, amen? It starts with M, picks up things, amen. The, 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 the labor of a mother, how a mother works hard. I come home, when I come home from, we'll go out to eat or something, I come home and uh, all I want is the, the remote control in my bed. Say amen right there. And I think everybody can just go, we can just go as crash, it's, it's night time, night time, you're supposed to go to sleep, amen? It just is. Well, Tammy's up running around, rushing, got to do this, got to do that, and always, always, always Boy, we should appreciate the labor of our mothers. Not only the labor of our mothers, how about the love of a mother? The love of a mother. A little child, a little a teacher asked a boy this question. Suppose your mother, suppose your mother baked a pie and there were seven of you, your parents and five children. What part of the pie would you get? And the little fella, he said, a sixth. And the teacher said, I'm afraid you don't know your fraction, said the teacher. Remember, there are seven of you. 
Yes, teacher, said the boy, but you don't know my mama. My mama would say she don't want any. Amen. Everybody say it with me. Oh. How many of y'all had a mother like that say amen? I just don't want her. I, I, really, I really wasn't looking for that. Man, the love of a mother. How a mother goes out of her way to sacrifice for her children. How many of y'all ever learned lessons from your mama? Anybody learn lessons from your mama? Yeah. Uh, there's some lessons I learned from my mama. My mama taught me logic by telling me, if you fall off that swing and break your neck, you can't go to the store with me. Amen? My mother taught me about medicine by saying, if you don't stop crossing your eyes, they're going to freeze that way. She taught me to think ahead by saying, if you don't pass your spelling test, you're never going to get a job. Amen? She taught me about humor by saying, when that lawnmower cuts off your toes, don't you come running to me. Amen? She taught me about being an adult said, if you don't eat your vegetables, you ain't never going to grow up. I like this one. This is my favorite. Uh, my mother taught me about genetics and said, you're just like your father. Amen. <laughs> Has anybody heard that one? That, yeah. Genetics. My mother taught me about my roots and said, do you think you were born in a barn? My mother taught me about the wisdom of age by saying, when you get to be my age, then you'll understand. Amen. She taught me about, I knew this one here too. My mother taught me about anticipation by saying, just wait till your daddy gets home. She taught me about receiving by saying, you're going to get it when you get home. And this is my all-time favorite right here, all-time favorite. She taught me about justice by saying, one day, one day, when you have kids, I hope they turn out to be just like you, amen. <laughs> Boy, the lessons we can learn from a mama. You know, the, 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 the old saying is this, the hand that rocks the cradle rules the world. Now, what, is that, what does that statement come from and what does that phrase come from? It comes from the understanding and the realization how much influence, say that word with me, how much influence a mother has on a child. And as we read these verses, there, there are several things I want you to see this morning. And, and we'll do this quickly. I know, I, I know you want to spend time with your moms and, 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 and spend that special time. But there's just a couple things in this, in this particular verse that I want you to see. We see a family. Paul is, is speaking to Timothy. He's sending him letters of encouragement and, and trying to lift Timothy's spirit. He's gone through a difficult time. Uh, he's, he's a young pastor, pastoring in an older established church that's just having difficulty. And, and, and he, is, he is sending this letter as an encouragement to him. And, and he is explaining to him, saying, look, I know you have something in you that's very special. I know you have a faith. He said, I saw it in your grandmother. I saw it in your mother Eunice. And, and he said, I am convinced, I am thoroughly convinced that this faith is in you too. And I, I went and looked at this verse, and, and there's several things I, I, I drew out of a, a few verses that deal with Eunice and Timothy. And the first thing I want you to see, I want you to see in this, in this uh, 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 relationship that, that Eunice has with her son Timothy, I want you to see number one, I want you to see the hardship, the hardship she endured. You see, Eunice was a, spiritually speaking, was a single mother, if you will. Uh, Eunice was married to an unbeliever. The Bible says in Acts chapter 16 verse 1, Then came he to Derby and Lystra, and behold, a certain disciple was there named Timotheus, the son of a certain woman, which was a Jewess, and believed, but his father was a Greek. What are you saying? She had a difficult time. 
it is very difficult. It is very, very difficult to have uh, two people in the same house, one a believer and one that is not. It is very difficult to live and, and, and work together and, and strive together and go the same direction when one wants something to do with God and one doesn't. One believes the Bible and one doesn't. One trusts God and one doesn't. And I'm telling you, it's very, very difficult. Say amen. A little word of encouragement for all the young people. All the young people that are that are you're dating or you're courting and you're you're looking uh, uh, for that special someone. The very first thing that needs to take place with that very special someone, that very special someone needs to be saved. They need to be saved. I don't care how good looking they are. I don't care how much money they have. I don't care how, what they mean to you. And I don't care how sweet they are. If they're not saved, they're not a prospect. They're not even a, a, a suspect. Say amen. Why? Why is that so important? Number one, the Bible teaches that. Don't be unequally yoked together with unbelievers. Say amen. Why is that? Does that mean that they're not good people? It means that, no, it means this. How many of y'all have ever been on a ladder? Anybody been on a ladder? Okay. How many of y'all have ever seen a ladder? Okay, all right. Now we're together. Uh, let me encourage you to do this. Let me encourage you to do this. Climb a pretty tall ladder. Climb a pretty tall ladder and hold a rope in your hand. And go up that ladder as high as you can go up that ladder and have somebody else on the bottom with the other end of that rope and you try to pull them up and let them try to pull you down. And guess what's going to happen? They're going to pull you down. Because it is a hundred times harder to pull somebody up as it is to pull somebody down. I, had, I, I, I met a lady, me and my wife, uh, uh, she, we, 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 we was in Walmart and, 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 and somebody, somebody come up to me, a, a lady that had been coming to church and, and she was, man, she was excited. She was just wide open and, and, and jacked up. And I mean, just walking this house. Oh, preacher, I found him. I found him. I found him. And I done been in enough, you know, counseling sessions. I know, uh, I, I just know some stuff. Amen. And, and she just kept on going back about 10 minutes, just telling me everything, everything and everything. But she failed to mention the most important thing. So y'all know I got to ask, amen. I, I, got, I said, I said ma'am, I said, is he saved? Does he go to church? Well, well. Now, most people would just let that go. But I've done tried to patch him up too much. I can't let that go. Are y'all with me? I said, ma'am, this guy, if he's not saved, this is not a good idea. But preacher, but preacher, but preacher, he's this, 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 and this. And I said, ma'am, I'm telling you, this is not a good idea because it's very, very difficult. It's very difficult because some people go in this, I want to go in this situation, I'm going to fix them. That don't never happen. Men go into relationships thinking their wife will never change and women go into relationships thinking their husbands will. They were both wrong. Say amen. It just is what it is. I said, ma'am, I don't, I don't think this is a good idea. And, and, and man, she got mad at me. I'm talking about right in front of God and country and Walmart. Say amen. Was upset and, and later on and, and, and about just a, I don't know, they, they, they end up getting married and it wasn't just a little while later. She came and saw me head down and, and, and she, said, I, she said it just didn't work out. You was right. And I said, ma'am, listen, let's just pray. God, God will work stuff out. Here we go. It's very difficult. If y'all are looking for somebody, find somebody saved. Find somebody safe. She had a difficult time spiritually. 
She had a difficult time. But how many of y'all know that, that most every mother that has tried to train their children experience a hardship sooner or later? Say amen. The hardship she endured. Number two, and this is really the message. This is what I want you to get today. Every parent, every parent wants their child to turn out better than what they were. Am I right about that? I mean, we go and we, we want to we want them to buy we want to buy stuff that for them that we didn't have. We want them to have a better life than we experienced. We want everything better for our child. And and no parent grows up and says, "Boy, little Johnny, I sure hope you turn out to be a failure." I just man, I hope you grow up to be the biggest loser in town. This is I'm just hoping you'll turn out. Uh, 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 what's the what's the 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 the, the drunk on on Andy Griffin? Otis, amen, I hope you turn out, you know, nobody does that. We have all have high expectations. We all have high expectations and dreams for our children. We all want our children to do that. But guess what? If you just dream, it will never happen. So how do you know? Watch what happened. Even in the hardship that Eunice endured, I want you to see what she planned on and she did in second timothy 3 the bible says this but continue thou in the things which thou hast learned and been assured of knowing of whom thou hast learned them and that from a say it with me that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures now back then they didn't have Sunday school and junior church and techno town and, 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 and kids corner and all this kind of stuff. If they learned anything, guess who they was going to learn it from? Mama. Paul said this, you have known the holy scriptures from a child. What's the point? If you want them to turn out right, you got to start early. It's never too early to teach and train a child. You gotta plant seeds early. I've read books. I've read. I've read secular uh, uh, books, training books on how to train your children or how to raise children. And the craziest stuff. Some of them come from people they ain't never had children. That's hogwash. Say amen. They don't know nothing. What do they know? Amen. And, and they'll say, listen, just let your child develop. Just let them be. Just let them, uh, just whatever they are, just, just cultivate. Just let them be whatever they are. If you do that, if you, how many of y'all have ever planted in the garden? Any ever planted in the garden? Raise your hand, plant in the garden. Raise your hand, plant in the garden. Now, how many of y'all know you can go plow that ground and just sit there and watch it? Let's just let it cultivate. How many tomatoes are you going to get? None. You're not going to get potatoes. You're not going to get okra. You're not going to get anything. What's the point? When you plant that garden or you, you till up that ground, you have desires in your head. You have want to in your head of what you want to get out of this thing. And whatever you want to get out of it, that's what you got to put into it. If you want tomatoes, you got to put tomatoes. If you want potatoes, you got to put potatoes. If you want okra, you got to put okra. If you want corn, you got to put corn. Are y'all following me? Because if you don't put something into it, you ain't going to get nothing out of it. And if you just let your child be and just let them be whatever they're going to be, the Bible says a child left to himself will bring you shame. What do you want out of your children? 
What do you want to see out of your children? According to this Bible, Eunice wanted to see a man of God. Eunice wanted to see somebody that loved God. And, and from a child, she began to teach them and plant the seeds of the Word of God. Church, say amen. How many of y'all, y'all in here? We've got some new folks in here. And, and, and most of y'all haven't heard this, but I really enjoyed telling the story this morning. How many of y'all have never heard my squash story? Raise your hand if you've never heard my squash. That's plenty right there. I wanted, to, I wanted to plant a garden. I've never planted a garden. I grew up a pastor's son. Dad never planted a garden. We didn't know what a, you know, we, we went and played in everybody else's garden. Amen? And, and I, but I wanted to plant a garden. And, then, and, and we, 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 we got it all plowed up and everything. And there's one particular thing that I really like, and that's squash. I like squash kebab. I like fried squash. I like steamed squash. Are y'all with me? Squash. I love squash. Well, I didn't know nothing about squash because we'd always got squash from the neighbor's garden. They'd just bring it over and everything. And, and uh, so I told Tammy, I said, now look, so I don't care what we plant in this garden, we're going to plant some squash. And we're going to plant a lot of it because I love squash. I want to have plenty and make sure I have plenty of squash. And I planted 97 squash plants. <laughs> Obviously, y'all know what I didn't. I had a basket this big around, and it was this deep. We filled it up every single day. Every day. We had squash. I didn't know. I didn't know. But you know what? I got out of it what I put into it. Now, here we are. We don't do nothing with our children. We don't spend time with our children. We don't try to invest in our children. And we wonder why they're turning out like they are. They're going to turn out whatever we turn in. Are you all with me? Plant the seeds. And by the way, too, some of y'all have planted seeds that have not sprouted yet. It's all good. Sometimes, sometimes there are good children that come from bad parents. But sometimes in the beginning there are bad children that come from good parents. The prodigal, the prodigal daddy was a good daddy. Everything that you see in him, he did the right thing, did what he was supposed to do. He waited and forgave that son when he came back. So I really believe from studying the Bible, he was a good father, but his son strayed away a little bit. But the Bible says, train up a child in the way he should go. When he's old, he will not depart from it. There are seeds that will sprout. There are seeds of the Word of God. That even though they're out in the world, even though they're away from God, there'll be times that the Holy Ghost will bring to remembrance words and verses that they remembered when they were coming to church, and it will sprout up. Say amen. I remember in that garden we planted, I went out there. Had the ground tilled up, and boy, we had to, and I was so excited. I'm telling you, I, so I had never done that, and I was just jacked up, man. I'm t- I had them things planted out in the very next morning. God is my witness. That Tammy was in the, in, in the early service. She admitted that the, the very next morning, I run outside and went. <laughs> and Tammy's hollering from, what are you doing? <laughs> What are you doing? I said, what? She says, it's two or every single morning. I'm talking about when the sun come up. I was out the door. <laughs> and boy, when that first thing popped up through that, and you said, Tammy! <laughs> she just and walked away. Heathen woman. Boy, I was so excited. There's only one problem. This rose up. 
Ain't nothing happening in that room. I thought I had broke seeds. And you know what I found out? All seeds don't come up at the same time. Some are a little bit later in the germination process. Say, what's the point? Some of you have planted seeds in your children. But all children are different. Say, well, I wish Johnny ain't more like Cletus. It might not be right yet. Don't give up on little Johnny. I know Cletus is the one acting right right now, and he might act foolish, but just trust God's timing. Because the Bible says, His word will not return void. Just keep planting seeds. Keep planting seeds. What, what, what seeds did Eunice plant? The word of God. He said, from a child thou hast known the Holy Scriptures. Why is this so important? Why is this so important? Watch what it says. This is, this is really what you need to get. From a child thou hast known the Holy Scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto what? Salvation through faith, which is in Jesus Christ. What's the point? Mamas, let me describe a win to you. It's not if... If little Johnny can throw a 50-yard pass. A win is not if they win the Nobel Prize. A win is not if, if, listen, they find a cure to cancer. Here's a win. Here's a win. We'll know we succeeded if this takes place. Little Johnny finds Jesus. That is a win. Listen, what good would it have done if they win the world, if they have all the money this world has to offer and die without Christ? How much seed planting are you doing in this area of their life? You see, here's what we do. And I, I, I'm, I'm all about sports. I love sports. I love football. Gator fan. Went to Ohio. Buckeyes, they got Urban Liar, say man. He left Florida and went up. I'm very bitter. I got to quit right there, amen. I love sports. I love it all. But here's the deal. If my kid can throw a football, but he doesn't know who Jonah was. If my kid could throw a baseball, but he doesn't know who Moses was. Let me tell you something. I want them to know who David was. I want them to know who went down in the bottom of that valley in the power of the Holy Ghost and defeated a giant in their life. You know why? Because one day they'll all face a giant in their life. And I want them to know if David could do it, they could do it too. I want them to know who John Baptist was when he came out the wilderness preaching, prepare ye the way of the Lord, repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. I want them to know who Peter was who walked on the water, who had faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. I want them to know that. Say, preacher, I don't believe in all that. I don't believe you ought to force a child. And I, I just, I don't, I, believe, I don't believe you should force religion on a child. You are. You hear me? You are. Whatever you're teaching or not teaching, you're forcing that on them. 
whether it's being an atheist and not believing in God or whether it's believing in the Lord Jesus Christ, I just don't think you ought to make them. You make them brush their teeth. And I'd rather them go into heaven gumming it than go into hell with every tooth in their head. I need a witness. If you don't train, I'm trying to raise my youngins. We raise hogs. You train children. Let's teach them. Let's plant those seeds. Because I promise you, if you plant the right seeds, it may not be today. It may not be tomorrow. But they're going to come up. And parents, if you're frustrated with your youngin' and it's just taking a while and they don't seem to be responding to your seed planting and your praying, and just be patient. You might have went outside just a little bit early. Because see, the seed coming out the ground doesn't have to do with you. It has to do with him. You see, the hope that she exercised, not just the hardship she endured, but the hope that she exercised. She was exercising it from the time that baby was a... Listen, that, that, that young man was a little baby. She was putting in him the Word of God. Not just introducing him to the Word of God, but she was walking in front of him. That faith that, that, that she had, she was living it in front of him. Ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you something. Especially with young people. Talk is cheap. Talk is cheap. You know why? You know why the, the, the statistics are today 77% of all the young people that grow up in church by their first year in college, they're gone from the church. 77%. You know why? Because they may not be seeing at home what they're seeing at church. You may have the church person and the home person, and the home person might not match the church person. It ain't, the, it ain't the youth pastor's fault. It's not the pastor's fault. It's not the Sunday school teacher's fault. They're with you a whole lot longer than they're with us. Amen? And nobody hates hypocrites more than kids. I told y'all. I told y'all last week. I walked in the bathroom, or the week before I walked in the bathroom, young man, only been coming here a few weeks. Little old bitty fella, he was sitting there washing his hands. And I walked in, had my little mic on. He looked at me. He said, you're the guy that talks up on the platform, aren't you? I said, yes, sir. He said, you talk too long. <laughs> no, you talk too fast is what he said. Now, here's the deal. Honest as can be. Now, have y'all probably thought of it, but you ain't never told me. <laughs> That's why he said, if you'll come as a little, you know what that means? honest a young person's honest and when they see hypocrisy in the parents the message you're trying to preach don't mean anything let me say this and and i i didn't run out of time but i want to use this as an illustration one of the hardest things one of the hardest things that that i've had to do as a parent and and the hardest lessons i've learned is is owning up to mistakes I grew up in a generation, I grew up in a generation, it was because I said so, that's why. Anybody know that generation? It's a dying breed. You know what? Some of that needs to die. Got quiet, didn't you? Because I said so, that's why. And it don't matter if you're wrong. I said it and I'm the parent, and, and you know, and you got to live with that. Well, when you see wrong as a child in a parent, 
and they don't own up to it. For instance, we're all at the, we're all at the table in a restaurant, whatever. If you reach to get something and knock over a glass of water, it's an accident. If your little child does it, they were goofing around and you want to whoop them. Y'all with me? Now, they saw you do it, but when they do it, it's a... Y'all with me? The best thing we can do is own it. I grew up in a generation, you didn't apologize to children. They're children, you're the parent, bless God, and it's just, that's so bad. That's so bad. I, I want to use Jordan as an illustration. She may get mad at me, but it's, it's, I'll be sweet. We've had difficulty in our relationship because of that, because of the way I was raised, and I was, and God's trying to help me with that. Uh, this week we had we had a, a a situation where she was she was telling me about something that that, that, that she had done and, and and kind of defending her friend and 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 I said, look, you need to stay out of that. You you know it's it's a wrong situation and and uh, uh, and it, and, it, and it, I I jumped on her and and kind of got rough with her. And, and, and it just broke her heart. Well, I laid down and, and laying in bed, the Holy Spirit sat down. Don't you hate when he does that? And, and he said, really? Really? He said, do you remember when you was in the seventh grade or the sixth grade and they was picking on Thomas? I had a good friend of mine named Thomas Hamilton. He was a little off. He was a little slow and, and, and he got picked on a lot and 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 I always gravitated to those type people. It's just my nature. And 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 uh, and uh, we was playing football, and one of the bigger kids pushed him down. And 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 man, I I lit into him like a Husqvarna weed eater. Say man. <laughs> I'm talking about wide open. Here we go. Well, I went to Christian school. And Christian school. It don't really matter. And, and uh, long story short, I got a whooping. I mean, a good, but it was worth it. Say amen. And I, re- I, remember, I remember how I felt. And it, look, I was, I was defending somebody. You know, I was taken up for some, a friend. And boy, God reminded me of that story. And, and I thought, man, she did what I did. She did what I, I really want her to do that. I want her to take up for the less fortunate and the weaker. And, 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 but it was just in a little misguided way. The next morning, I got, baby, I'm sorry. I should, I'm proud of you. I'm, I, and one of the hardest things I've had to learn as a parent is own up to it. Because when you don't, you look like a hypocrite. And there's nothing that turns me off faster than a hypocrite. And it's ten times in a child. But if they see when you make a mistake, you own up to it. When you make a mistake, you apologize. And trust me, I waited way too long to learn this. But it will change your life if you do. Walk it. Don't just talk it. If you tell them to forgive, you forgive. If you tell them to love everybody, you love everybody. If you don't want them to be a bully, you don't be a bully. If you Are you all with me? This is not complicated. There was one great thing about Eunice. is She didn't just plant seeds of the Word of God. She lived it and walked it in front of Him. And because of that, there was not only hardship she endured, there was, there was hope she exercised, but there was honor that she experienced. Timothy turned out pretty good. She turned out a man of God. I tell you, there's, there's, 
we was we was doing the 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 uh, the walkout thing. Is that what you call that, Jordan? The walkout, the senior walkout. They never did anything like that when I was a kid. They was just you know they you're out of here. Amen. Thank God and Greyhound, y'all gone. Amen. And and well, they at, at West Point they did a senior walkout deal where the seniors got to walk through and the, and the kids lined up and you know and and uh, you know it's just a boohoo fest. Y'all know what I mean? Just cry and squall and just uh, amen. And 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 and, and they was coming through and, and and Jordan was hugging everybody. I'm talking about just squall. And her friend, her friend Casey, was walking beside her, rolling in my eyes. And they got beside me. They got beside me, and uh, and in case you looked at me, she said, "Jordan's just hugging everybody." And I said, "Everybody but her daddy." And then she came over and gave me a hug, which was sweet, and I teared up a little bit. And and it went by. Well, I walked over there to to Tammy, and and one of the teachers come over and said, "Are you are you Jordan's father?" And uh, I thought, I'm not sure if I need to answer that. Amen. No, I said, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm Jordan's dad, and this is her mom. And I said, man, y'all have done a phenomenal job. She has been the best student, and and just went on and on and on. Tammy's boohooing again, and and I had to think, man, that's all Tammy. Tammy was at home. Tammy just, I'm gone so much, and 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 boy, what what a honor it was. And I know it's my kid, and I'm. It, Whatever, but the point is, when when they turn out right, not rich, not popular, not famous, just right. They don't have to be rich. They don't have to be popular. They don't have to be. Famous. They don't have to hit the home run. They don't have to score the touchdown. But do they love Jesus? That's a win. If when it's all said and done. They love God. That's all that matters. And all God's people said, Amen. Amen. Father, thank you for all the mamas. 